When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host. And Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 165, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. My name's Anne Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. My guest today says God created you to do it all with all his priorities. God first family second and business third. And joining me on today's show is Tiona Blyden. Tiona is a lifestyle coach that helps Christian women to balance their faith, love, family and ambition with the Proverbs 31 BOSS, B-O-S-S system. Now on today's show, Tiona is going to share a system for balance, a different perspective about your time, our time with God as well as a kick in the pants about sharing our gifts with the world and so much more. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. That was quite an um, opening. <laughs> oh, look, I love uh, introducing my guests because, you know, so often uh, the quotes that they want to share and really their gifts and their message that they want to bring out into the world is uh, so inspiring. And I love the way that you say, you know, kick in the pants about sharing our gifts with the world because how often do we keep our gifts hidden because of some unknown reason? We're certainly going to dive into that in a moment. So, So share with us, if you will, boss, the boss system, Proverbs 31 boss system, and of course your business. How did you come to, to start your business? Was it something that has evolved through various experiences or have you always wanted to, uh, to, to start your own business? How did that uh, transpire for you? Well, um, my first encounter with entrepreneurship was when I was seven. So um, I you know, wanted something and at that time we couldn't afford it. So I drew pictures. I couldn't even draw, but I ended up selling out and earned enough money for my sister and I to go to the candy truck every day for the rest of the summer. So what I learned from that is that I could sell pretty much anything, but then I started to learn what my gift was. I was always passionate about um, learning about faith. And when I decided I wanted to be a Christian, I got to a place in my walk where business was more important than family. Mm -hmm. So pretty much I almost lost my marriage. I didn't spend much time with my children. My house was a mess, but I was a boss. So, and and what, what I pretty much learned is that with women, the way we are wired, the way God wired us, 
we have to be successful at home too. We can't mm-hmm. just be successful on the outside mm-hmm. to, to feel successful. And in my situation, I pretty much had to hit rock bottom, lose all of my clients, and God had to build me back up with his priorities. So through that, I learned the system for myself. And then in prayer, he gave me the okay to help other women. Yeah. Thank you for uh, for sharing that story because I think so many of us can really see ourselves at one time or another or maybe we're in that season of our life where we recognize, you know what, we've actually put the focus of our business ahead of uh, so many other important things in our lives. And it's interesting, you know, when we look at Proverbs 31, here is a woman that was doing everything. Uh, she had help though. She had help. So definitely put that in there. So when you're talking about balance, what does that mean to you? And then, of course, we're going to dive into that system to give us balance. But what does balance mean for you? Well, balance to me means that you are spending an adequate amount of time with God. Mm-hmm. I think that is the biggest portion of it for me. Um, there's no way that I would be able to do all the things that I do. I have four children. Um, They're all under 12 years old. And there's no way that I can do all the things that I do without spending time in the morning. I think about my devotional time as like going to the gas station. Mm -hmm. There's no way that you can drive your car around forever without visiting the gas station. But if you fill up every morning, you can drive around all day. So I think about the time spent with God as my priority. The next thing would be from myself, taking care of myself. And most women, when we think about being nurturers, we are taking care of our husbands, our houses, our clients, but we give ourselves the last little bit of energy we have left. And that can leave us feeling resentful. That can lead to you sabotaging your business and not even knowing you are because you feel unworthy. And I just make sure that I make a priority to take care of myself, to honor my feelings, and even place boundaries around myself when it comes to my family, my husband and my children. There are just some things that just have to be non-negotiable. And then leading over into healthy relationships and following your ambition and following the Holy Spirit, the inner voice that is telling you, you know, you are great at this and you would do it for free. You can do this on a larger scale and really show people who God is. So it's really just honoring yourself after spending time with God and then taking some more energy and helping your family, your first ministry at home, and then going out into your community and impacting people for the glory of God. Yes. You know what's interesting? Uh, I love the way that you've explained what it means for you and how it plays out. And I think it's such a great reminder for all of us that, you know, balance is, is so often we think of an equal balance, yet the balance is really what a, is, is aligned for us that will best support us. And, and, and of course, as Christian entrepreneurs, spending time with God, even non-business owners, it's important that we really look to him first to sustain us for our sustenance, if you will, or gas. I love that metaphor that, that you used. When you think, because this is something I wanted to talk about a little bit, because I think as women, particularly mothers, when we're juggling, when we are focused on the family or with our husbands or our house, we have this thing called guilt that we think, I really need to be taught, you know, spending time on my business and vice versa. 
one of the things that I did years ago was thought, you know, guilt is a wasted emotion. So I'm not even going to deal with that anymore. But let's speak into that because I think so many women can relate to guilt. What can we do to no longer struggle with that so that when we're focused on business, it's business. When we're focused on family, it's family. And do that fully knowing that this is where my time is meant to be. Well, you know, um, it's really tough balancing everything. Mm. But I believe that God wired us a, 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 in a way where we can do more than one thing at a time. I don't know about all of those women out there, but I know that when I come to my husband and ask him to do something, it's usually one thing at a time. And and we are different. We are on the phone. We are doing laundry. We are cooking. We are helping a friend out, talking to the kids, making sure that they're not going too far. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, just we, we can do everything at once. And I think the very first thing that we have to remember, and when we look at Proverbs 31 boss, a lot of times, or Proverbs 31 woman, we measure ourselves. We look at her as a yardstick. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's perfect. And I did too when I first started looking at the Proverbs 31 woman. But then I started looking at how she was doing it. Mm -hmm. We didn't look at how she was doing it. And what she did was she established priorities. If you look at the Proverbs 31 scriptures, verses 10 through 31, you see what her priorities are. And no matter what you're balancing, you're not going to get everything right. Mm -hmm. Jesus could only do that. You're not going to get everything right. But if you have your priorities in order, then you can, you can, God will sustain you and you'll be able to do everything, but he has to be first. Yeah. He has to be first and you have to use self-discipline and you have to make God a priority. Those are the two things that derail women from their destiny. And if we just remain disciplined and remain in the palm of God's hand, we can do it all. Yeah. I have to uh, chuckle when you share the story about multitasking. I used to be the biggest multitasker. Um, and yeah, we, we certainly can do a lot of things, but I would not, just a word of caution to people, don't be upgrading your website while you're multitasking. I was doing that at one stage, got this big red button on it. Are you sure you want it? Yes. And completely deleted everything. Thank goodness my team had backed it all up. But sometimes, you know, the multitasking, just because we could doesn't mean we, we should. But it's a great reminder that, you know, it, it's how we do it, priorities. Because I think, and you would, you would probably have some um, some feedback on this too. That often, when we do focus and put our priorities first, because we're not stretching ourselves so thin, because we've given ourselves permission to work on that, um, we're able to focus and get through that far more quicker than if we're trying to do so many different things at the one time. And often, we we don't really succeed at all of those. So prioritizing is is so important. Um, when you're talking about your system for balance, so there's prioritization, are there other things that you have found really helpful as you continue to, to balance and, and juggle all of the things that go with being a mama, a wife, a, a business owner? This, there are a few things. Some There are some things I think about in terms of when I started out and some of the things I learned along the way, but it's mostly about mindset. When you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, she delegated. She got up, she looked at her family, and she was able to delegate things. 
Sometimes in being superwoman, we think that we have to do everything ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we don't ask for help. We don't reach out. We don't contract something out. We just try to figure it out ourselves when it may take us five hours. It may take someone else 30 minutes. And in prioritizing, when you know what's important, you know what to delegate. There are certain things that you don't want to delegate. You don't want to delegate or elect someone to go to your child's soccer game, mm -hmm. but you want to, you may want to delegate a web design. Maybe that's something that may take way too long for you. And when you have priorities in place, you can decide what is important. The second thing I would say is just really thinking about taking care of yourself mm -hmm. because that guilt that overwhelm, it really can overshadow your gift. It's almost as if you're assassinating your future because mm -hmm. you're not taking care of yourself. And you think you're doing so great. You're taking care of everyone else. But I know taking care of everyone and not taking care of me, of me landed me in therapy. Mm -hmm. I was in therapy for the entire 2017 because I was resentful. I was bitter. And I just... I really was upset with everybody else. And really it was my fault that I didn't prioritize myself. Yeah. So, so it's true. a never, it's a never ending journey. It's, yeah. it's something that we have to continue to remind ourselves about daily. But if we spend time in prayer and we don't just pray and we listen, the Lord will show you. Oh, he said he, he will, will show you. He will show you exactly. He will, he may say just, I mean, just listening to, God's instruction is a part of my morning devotion. Mm. And it may be something as small as pack your husband's lunch, put a note in his lunch, pray over this child about this. Mm. But if I don't take the time to do that or pray for my patience or pray for understanding or pray to see things from God's perspective, I don't really have my armor on for the day. Mm. And I am able to be attacked. I'm able to be um, off balance by things that happen that are beyond my control but when you're centered you have peace in the midst of everything yeah so true and I think you know when um, I look back uh, when my children were younger my youngest now is 23 so that that's good I actually <laughs> like my children now and I know that sounds horrible but it's true as a mom uh, mum we call it here in Australia you know it was I remember days where because I had part-time work as I um, from home, my business, it was more part-time because I obviously balanced it with the children. But I'd say, like, I've got to work for half an hour. You go in the kitchen and just you know, as they were growing older. And sometimes when they were younger, I'd just have to spend an hour in the kitchen cleaning up the mess that they made whilst I was just doing something or finishing something off in half an hour. So it can be really challenging as a mother, um, you know, with children because they have their own opinions and, and attitudes which we need to often um, manage as well. <laughs> so I think what you said, that's why I say I actually like my children now. So um, I did back then too. It's just a different kind of like. But I think it's a great reminder that, look, we're not all perfect. Our, you know, they do grow up. And um, and I think what I love that, that you say is that, we need to lean in to him first because and look after ourselves because often I think as mothers when we sit even for five or ten minutes having a cup of tea or coffee whatever we like to you know our beverages then we can start to think again oh, I need to do washing need to do this need to do this but just time out it's so important because then we can react and respond 
uh, in a much different way than if we're really tired and just, you know, would pay a million dollars just to have five minutes, maybe that's just me, five minutes of peace. Yes? Peace. <laughs> yeah, so, so true. Now let's talk about a different perspective about our time with God. What are some insights that you can share there? Well, um, one thing that I learned is to pray strategically. I learned how to develop a prayer strategy for myself, for my business, for my clients. And it has been, it's been so helpful to me because sometimes you can't act on what you feel. You have to just speak what you know. Mm-hmm. And what you know is, is God's word and that it can't return to him void. And although none of your circumstances line up or some of them may not, sometimes you just have to speak to what doesn't line up and continue to do it until you see it respond. Mm-hmm. And that has been one of the one of the most impactful things in my life because I've seen it help other people. I've been praying for people that didn't even know I was praying for them and have seen people overcome death and different things and just understanding the power of prayer, but it's not just praying. It's, it's not enough to just get up in the morning and do it because it's a chore. Yes. It's, there are some of us whose mandate, especially as a woman, you are an intercessor. As soon as you become a wife and a mother, you have to intercede for your husband, your children, your community and I don't think we talk about prayer enough, but what I have learned is when you think about the armor of God, mm. you think about the helmet of salvation and the, the belt of truth and the sandals of peace and all of those things, every single piece of the armor is something that you can protect yourself with. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you can defend yourself with is the sword. Yes. So you, the sword is the word, the sword of the spirit. You cannot defend yourself against life, against the enemy, against things that are beyond your control if you do not pray the word, if you don't use your sword. Yeah, so true. How often I think um, as we are juggling and trying to get that uh, balance, we often will uh, minimize the time we spend in the word and in prayer. And I think that what often will happen is the enemy will say, well, you don't really have time or I'll, I'll spend longer tomorrow. And I'll often use those, indicate wherever I'm feeling um, a little bit of hesitation or doubt, it's often an indication that that is the most powerful thing that we can do. As you said, prayer and praise, I think, because they're spiritual warfare tools. He doesn't want us praying. So strategic prayer, and I'm sure you've watched the movie The War Room, which I think is just so incredible. She had lists, lists of things that she was praying for on her wall. And I love the way that someone walked in into that room when she was selling out. She goes, whoa, there's been some warfare going on in this room. But it really is powerful, isn't it? Yes. I watch that movie every month. Do you? Yeah. Every single month. Sometimes when I'm folding laundry, I just love it so much because um, how I discovered the power of strategic prayer is, you know, one day I was going to church and I was, a, you know, ministering to people and I was excited about God, but my marriage was completely falling apart. Mm. And I went to the elders at my church and I said, 
if you don't help me today, my husband is getting out today. Mm -hmm. I mean, and sometimes you just have to be really, really honest. You just have to be honest because that was a breakthrough moment for me. It was a humble moment, but it was a breakthrough moment. So those women, they let me cry for the whole meeting, about 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they said, do you want to fix it? I said, yes. They said, well, come back tomorrow with a journal and we'll show you how to fix it. The next day when I came back, they gave me one scripture and they said, write down all the things that you want to see happen in your life and find scriptures to match what you want to see. Make them personal, put your name in it. When a scripture jumps out at you, that means the blood is on it. Mm. And I started, I started to do that. It took me a few days, a, a couple weeks. I have a, my prayer journal now. I started March the 26, 2016. And things, miraculous things started happening. Miraculous things began to happen in my marriage and me. Things that I had buried for years. I God had placed me in a situation where I had to deal with them. And I was equipped to deal with it. And so I started praying for other people. I mean, it just, this thing just overflowed. And that's why that movie, I love it so much yeah. because it just reminds me of what God can really do. We often fight with you know our own worldly mm-hmm. ways when i what i what i understand because i study prayer a lot is that nothing on the earth happens unless somebody prays yeah nothing yeah. so god can want to do it but if nobody's praying for it it's not happening yeah, the amazing. angels do not move until somebody prays so for me when I see, when I feel God moving on me to tell me to pray, if he tells me to pray for you tonight, I don't have to text you. I know your name. I'm, yeah. I will call you out by name. And I, you have to have people that are obedient like that because you never know what a person is going through. Yeah, so I, I, prayer is so, so important. It is the very thing that will save your life, your family, your marriage, propel your business to the next level. Mm-hmm. But it's the thing that people turn to last instead of first absolutely and i think you know there are various sorts of prayers and what i mean by that is there can be times where we are absolutely sitting in prayer but there can be also conversations that we have through the day and and praise share a bit more about this maybe we'll have another get you to come back on another show i think and talk about the strategic prayer let's pull it apart let's because i (laughs) i so agree with that i i do not think that we recognize the power in prayer um, that, yeah, absolutely. So we'll definitely have to get you back on the, the show to do that. But talk about some of the, when, it, when you're, you're, you're speaking about prayer, what does that look like? Like time during the morning for you? Also through the day, do you have conversations with the Lord? How does that, um, how does that show up for you? So I talk to God pretty much all day. I look at him like he's, I feel like I'm a friend of his. Mm. So I feel like I can talk to him. And the thing about it is that God wants to be involved in everything. And you don't have to come to him with these big words, thou art the Lord and all of those things. And, you know, you can just go to him and say, he knows you. He knows me. He knows what we need. He knows what we're going to pray before we even open our mouths. And sometimes that we have to push past that trying to, get it right and Mm. the religious stuff and just really go to God and say, you know what? I don't like my kids today. I need help. You know, (laughs) I mean, it is, there are just, my kids 
really got on my nerves today. Yeah. If I can be honest, I told my husband when he got home, I said, they got on my nerves today. I need mm. a break from them mm. just for about 15 minutes because they were running around. And, you know, you could, I can talk to God in that way. Mm. And he speaks to me often because I respond to him. So my prayer prayer life is I get up and I have like devotion in the morning where I have like a more structured prayer. I have one day a week that I don't work. So it's my God day. Mm. And I start, it's usually on Mondays. I start my Mondays off with um with prayer i have a bible study that i'm doing i'm always doing some type of private or guided bible study i love the word so i can just dive into it all day and get lost but i have a god day i fast on that day um i i turn my plate down for people for myself for my children whatever i feel like i need to turn it down for and also throughout the day, I just speak to him. Mm. And then I say my prayers at night. It's just, it. prayer should, is just a conversation. You're just yeah. talking to God all day. It doesn't have to be anything that you overthink. You just need to do it. The, when you feel like you need God, when you feel like you're unsure, before I got on this podcast, I asked God to give me the words. Mm. Whatever I do, even if I am sure, I want to make sure that he's in the midst of everything. Yeah. So I invite him in. Yeah, so so powerful, um, and I and I so I think so many times, it, and I can relate to, uh, you know, we want to have these great words and phrases and 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 everything, and God says, I just want your heart, and I just want, you know, to have that conversation, and He is always there, uh, ready to to listen, of course. Let's talk about a kick in the pants about sharing your gifts with the world. So many of us hide our message. What insights did you want to share? Maybe there's some Bible verses that really helps you focus and boldly share that message because you know that somewhere someone needs to hear that message. Well, I talk about this a lot on my podcast so much, so, so much. Um, oftentimes, who God wants you to be, you are. You already are. Maybe you're hiding it. Maybe he is building your character before you get to that next level. And if you think about all of the people that God called, like David, he called David 10 years after he was anointed king, he became king. 25 years after Abraham got the promise of having a child or of having or birthing a nation. He had one child 25 years after he got that promise. So sometimes it doesn't mean that you're, you're just going to bust out and break out with your gift right away. Mm. It just means that you need to acknowledge it and just present it to God and say, God, is this who I am? Mm. Learn who you are in God. Learn to look at yourself from his perspective. And then also understanding that every time a person is born is because the earth needs something. Mm. So when Tiana came, God said, oh, the earth could use this. I'm going to put it in her. Mm. And oftentimes people come into this world and they get stuck on making money and, you know, um, get distracted so much that they don't, they don't carry out their assignment. Yeah. And so I believe that everybody has an assignment, all of us. And not, we are all a part of one body. We're all a part of the body of Christ. And everybody has a position in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's time to stop hiding behind it. It's time to stop making excuses about it. And it's time to do the work. Yeah. Even if you have to, even if you have to have some character building, 
even if you have to endure some things because once once you this is another thing I'm learning from a Bible study that I'm doing now. Once once God invites you to come and do something with him, because he's already going to do it, but he's just choosing to do it through you. Mm. Once he invites you, your faith is going to be under attack. So you have to decide whether or not you're going to believe him. You're going to have to make major adjustments in your life to align yourself up with what God is doing. And then you're going to have to obey. And one of the things that I remember is that God did not part the Red Sea until Moses put his foot in the water. Mm. So sometimes obeying means that you have no idea how it's going to happen. And then God shows up because you obey. He does not move until you obey, not show you everything. And then it looks great. And then you jump in. That's not how it works. So if you have a gift, you have to trust that God placed that gift on the inside of you and get out there and use it. It's his job to worry about the how. You just got to know what. Yeah. so that you can do it. I love that. I love that. That's right. If he could put this, his foot in the in the Red Sea, like it's like, okay, um, are we going to walk through that or swim or how are we going to get through that? It's so, so true. And how often do we want our map in front of us with all of the steps and everything laid out and God just doesn't work that he way. He doesn't work like that. No. He just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking about Moses at this time. He has an army of people coming behind him. Mm. He has people that are chasing him. And then he has the people that he is leading. So he had to have faith to put his toe in that water. Yeah. Because there's a chance that they all could have drowned. They all could have gotten captured. There was so much on the line. But because he put his toe in that water, God Mm. showed up. Yeah. So there we go. We need to put our toe in the water as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. What is that for for us? Oh, my goodness. This has been uh, just so amazing um, speaking with you today. But we'll definitely have to get you back and um, we'll map out maybe a prayer strategy for the the next six months or whatever it is with maybe some of your favorite verses. Uh, Otherwise, I think um, that would be for another powerful uh, conversation. But for now, share with people how to get in contact with you. What's the best way for them to do that? You can um, follow up with me. I do most of everything, like most inspiring words on Instagram. Um, My Instagram name is T-I-O-N-A. That's Tiana. That's how you spell my name. Underscore. The Proverbs 31, the number 31, boss, B-O-S-S. And um, I have a website called Proverbs31boss.com. And I also have a conference coming up where I am teaching women how to build a business around their families and not the other way around. And they're going to be looking at six and seven figure earners that are Christian entrepreneurs that totally submitted and God showed up. They put their toe in the water and God showed up. So if you would like to to catch up with me, if you want to know anything about prayer strategies, I actually have a prayer strategy that I just give away because I just want people 
to know how to pray strategically. Fabulous. Fabulous. And of course, we'll put all of those uh, ways to connect on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE. Ah, uh, 165. Had to check what the, the show is. So um, we'll definitely get you back. You've got all the links to do that. Um, we'll allow you to to um, to get back to us so that we can dive in and create another show. But for now, may I finish the show with a word of prayer for you? Sure. Fantastic. So let's pray. You want me to pray? No, I'll pray. Unless you want to pray, I don't mind. Yeah. I'll, I'll pray for no, you, you first. Okay. It's your show. No, fantastic. Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with Tiona today and really find out just how important it is, Father, to put you first, always you first, and then to have a clear balance on um, building our business, looking after our family, of course, and the other key things that are in our lives. Father, if we don't put you first, if we don't spend time regularly in prayer and having a strategic prayer uh, then uh, outlined, then, uh, Lord, you can't move through us and in us. So, Father, we just want to uphold Tiana in our prayers today in our, in, in, for her business, for her family and husband too. Father, we continue to bless her. Uh, and continue to bless the work that she is doing. Father, we just want to thank you for the time that we spent together. Um, we just love you, and uh, we ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on wow. the show. Um, it's been thank fabulous. You. And I really want you to come back on that strategic prayer. There's there's okay. something in that. When you said that, I thought, oh, okay, we need that back. We need prayer warriors all over the world. And um, yeah. we'll have you the leading that. The right oh, that. Actually, right? that's what I wanted to say as you were saying that. I've been reading some things, in, in, you know, around women um, and then even in Genesis, you know, how God was saying, I'll put enmity between you and the woman. And the, and the woman who was talking, of course, to um, to Satan. There's some power in, what the you know, the prayer and the unity and the nurturing that women have in their families. And I don't think that we are... Uh, as aware of that and I think if we bring prayer back to that and empowering women to recognize the impact that they can have in the lives of their husbands uh, their children and themselves of course um, there's some there's something to be said with that and I think be becoming prayer warriors in uh, in their lives my mother um, she's now 19 she'll be 99 in September always has been a prayer warrior. And in, in actual fact, I was talking to her just about, about, about a month or so ago, we were talking about speaking in tongues. That's something that our um, denomination, our church, hasn't really spoken about. And I said, Mum, I'm really interested. And there she was, she said, would you like me to pray about that for you? Yes, please, put that on your prayer list. So yes. she always has, and there's things that have happened in her life and in her family's life, our family's life, that has can only been put down to prayer um so there's uh something to be said in that so we'll have to get you back so thanks once again for coming on the show thank you for having me i'm so excited about this and i cannot wait to come back i, I love talking about god and and prayer and prayer is the most powerful thing yeah. because if you pray god will show you everything else yeah, absolutely amen all right you've been listening to the christian entrepreneurs podcast Brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com 
forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.